Hey y'all, so I wanted to create this video to do a little bit of a deep dive into the lean canvas. And that's because I meet with a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs and even existing entrepreneurs who, you know, maybe have tons of ideas in their head and they're not sure how to exactly get started and test their ideas. Or maybe they have one idea, they have one thing that they really, really want to get started on, but they're not sure you know, how do I test and see if this is something that can be a real business or a real startup? And then there are also people who are existing entrepreneurs who have businesses and startups that they've been working on, some for a lot of time, but they've never actually taken the time to lay out a business model, right? They've just kind of been winging it. Um, or they'd like to make some iterations and adaptations based on what they've learned from being in business thus far, and they need sort of like a strategic way to make some changes. And the best way to do that is with this right here, the Lean Canvas. All right, so let's jump into it. Okay, so the Lean Canvas is defined as a one-page business plan template that helps you deconstruct your idea into its key assumptions. All right, so let's deconstruct that sentence alone because it's very important. A one-page business plan, right? So this right here, this is it. This is the Lean Canvas. It's not a business plan that you might be familiar with, which can be, you know, potentially like hundreds of pages. It's one piece of paper. All right. And it, it's called a lean canvas for a reason. It's lean because there's not much to it. Right. But it's also for lean startups. And we'll define what that is as well. All right. So this template helps you deconstruct your idea. Right. So it takes time to pull it apart and really look at the whole picture of what your idea or your startup is, right? And it breaks it down into your key assumptions about what are true, all right? So your key assumptions are things that you believe are true in the marketplace, right? You have assumptions around how your startup or your idea is gonna operate, how it's gonna make money, what it's gonna do, and all that kind of stuff, right? This template is basically a tool and it's a resource for you to lay it out clearly in front of you with not a whole lot of other noise, all right? Now, it's adapted from the business model canvas and optimized for lean startups. So there is a more advanced version of this called the business model canvas, and we're gonna jump into that too in a different video. But this one is specifically designed to help you as an entrepreneur using lean methodology to get started, right? So lean startups are companies that basically do the most with the resources that they have at hand, right? So if you want to get started with your idea and you're thinking, hey, I don't have enough resources to get started. I don't have enough money. I don't know the right people. I've never started a business before. That's That doesn't matter, right? So being a lean startup means that you're going to leverage the resources that you do have and you're going to try and get started and start developing your startup in the most efficient way possible, okay? So as I mentioned, it replaces the elaborate business plan with a one page business model, right? So your business model is how you are going to make money or at least how you plan to make money. All right. So this is it, right? This is the lean canvas. It's nine boxes on one sheet of paper that you can see at a glance, right? It's deconstructing your business model into these different pieces. And it's your job to basically fill in the blank space with your key assumptions. Okay. So nine boxes, problem, customer segments, solution, unique value proposition, key metrics, unfair advantage, channels, 
revenue streams and cost structure. All right. Now, that might sound like a lot right now, but we're going to break it down. Every single box, we're going to go through every single box and you're going to get examples of what should go in those boxes. All right. And basically, it's your job as the entrepreneur to fill in your key assumptions, but then go out into the world and take this piece of paper, right, that you just filled out. So you're going to take it and you're going to say, okay, so I've identified these people as my target customers. These are my customer segments. Your job as the entrepreneur is to go out and prove that that's true. So you need to turn your assumptions into facts. That's what this whole process is all about. All right, so let's jump into it. So the order of how you fill in the lean canvas is totally up to you. Um, I like to start with the problem, right? So whenever I'm talking to entrepreneurs, the first question I ask them after they say they have this great idea is what problem are you solving? And a lot of people actually get really caught up on that, right? But it's your job to be able to articulate that to other people. And if you don't understand what problem you're solving as an entrepreneur, most likely you're not going to be successful. So you can either start with the problem box or something I like to do as well is sometimes switch it up. And even though it's on the opposite side of the canvas, I'll start with the customer segments box, right? And I'll do that because, you know, in order for there to be a problem, there needs to be a problem owner, right? So I like to study this thing called design thinking. And design thinking is all about designing your solution around a customer need, around a pain point, right? So to do that, you start with the customer. To be truly what's called customer centric, you have to start with the customer. And you say, all right, here's this customer, here's this person. What problems do they have? You discover what problems they have. Then you go to the problem box and say, all right, this customer has this problem. Let's develop our solution. And it's also important to note that this is an iterative process, right? It's not a one and done type of thing. It's not like you're going to fill in a lean canvas, do it once, and then you're done, right? It's like I said, you take this out into the world and you validate your assumptions. You turn your assumptions into facts or you're proven wrong and you come back to the lab and make iterations and changes. And then you, you adapt those changes right directly on your canvas, right? You can either write on it. You can put sticky notes, uh, you can use a whiteboard, whatever you want to do, however you want to fill in the canvas is up to you. But the whole point of it being lean and the whole point of it being one sheet of paper is that you can do a lot of them. So you can print this out. I like to print them out and I'll fill it in with my initial assumptions. Then I'll go out into the world, test my assumptions, come back, print out an entirely new canvas and update it with what's true, right? Erase all the things that were proven to be untrue and updated with the new things um, about my business model. So basically, you're never going to end this process, right? If you want to continue to make iterations and changes and make improvements on your business model, you can continue to do, to do this over and over again. So I actually have like stacks of lean canvases for like a bunch of different concepts. Because as I said, I keep coming back to the drawing board and I keep making adaptations and iterations and this is all about learning. So you have to keep making sure that you're making those changes. All right. So let's go into the first box. The first box and probably the most important box is your problem, right? So here it says list your top one to three problems. Now, depending on your idea, 
these could be you know a number of different things some examples could be when i shave i get razor bumps right that's a problem or i identify the problem of homelessness in urban areas that's another problem or i don't know where to go to fix my cracked iphone screen that's another problem right so you want to list out what are the specific problems that you've identified in the world or at least you assume to exist under that it says existing alternatives here's where you're going to list how these problems are solved today so hopefully you have a good understanding of the existing alternatives but if you don't it's your job as the entrepreneur to go and figure out how are people currently solving these problems next you have your customer segments here it says list your target customers and users now depending on the type of idea you're working on you might call your customer something different but we're just going to cover our bases with the umbrella term of customers okay now you want to be as specific as you can here about your target customers because you're going to need to be able to find these people if the canvas is all about testing and learning about your assumptions you need to go and talk to these potential customers or validate that these potential customers have the problems that you've identified and it's called customer segments because you can have different types of customers some people might use your product or service and other people pay for it maybe they're the same person but it's up to you to figure that out and then at the bottom you'll see it says early adopters list the characteristics of your ideal customers right so if i'm building something like a news app i'm going to say my ideal customers are people who binge watch the news people who already develop the latest news apps and people who are all over twitter and facebook sharing content then we get to the solution box now notice how this box is smaller than the problem box it's smaller than the customer segments box and that's by design right your idea isn't what matters it's all about solving a problem for a problem owner okay so here it clearly says outline a possible solution right so you can't get married to your initial idea for a solution but you can give your initial thoughts right so you want to pretty clearly and concisely just write down what that is here but basically you're going to go out into the world you're going to learn more about those customers and their problems and you are going to design your solution about their specific needs now we have the unique value proposition this is a single clear and compelling message that states why you are different and worth paying attention to so this is basically you know why should i care or why should problem owners and customers care about what you have to offer right what makes you different and then under that you'll see it says high level concept list your x for y analogy and the example they give is youtube is Flickr for videos right so if i'm trying to pitch to someone hey i have this new idea for something and basically you know about Flickr, right Flickr is this place where you know most people probably know that they can share their photos with the general public right well now if i'm pitching this new concept of youtube i'm saying hey youtube is just like Flickr, but it's for videos and that's a good way to help people understand what your solution is kind of like then we have our channels right so it says list your path to customers inbound or outbound so you can think of this as basically the ways all the ways that people find out about you and your product or your service and then all the ways that you're going to deliver value to your customers okay some some examples of that might be you know inbound channels are you know word of mouth people telling each other about what i have to offer right maybe you have channels that are like digital ads on 
Instagram and YouTube and Facebook. Or maybe you have, you know, old fashioned ads that are just phys physical ads like billboards and posters. Or maybe you have a website that people know about and they go to the website and that's how they're going to purchase your product or your service from you. Then you also have outbound channels, which are the ways that you actually deliver that value, right? So maybe you have an app that people use and that solves their problem. Maybe you have physical stores that people come to and, you know, purchase your product or your service. Maybe you have an e-commerce site where people go, they buy your product and it's delivered straight to their house. Those are different ways that basically you are going to deliver value to your customers. All right. Now, revenue streams, list your sources of revenue. Now, most often. All right. Now, revenue streams here, it says list your sources of revenue right now here i'll give you this the number one question that's always asked you know regardless of how good your idea is is going to be all right so how do you make money or how are you going to make money right filling in this box is going to help you answer that question okay so ways that you're going to make money might be uh we're going to sell a product right or we are going to deliver a service but you should be very specific about the different types of ways that you are going to bring in revenue to your business. Then you have your cost structure and simply put, you know, you have to list your fixed and variable costs. So you might have fixed costs that are, you know, your website. Maybe you know that, okay, so I'm going to build my website myself. I'm going to use Wix and to use that service, it's going to cost me $20 a month. So that's a fixed cost. I know that every single month I can expect to have to pay Wix $20. Then you might have some, you know, variable costs, which might be, you know, if you're going to have maybe a more seasonal type of business, uh, depending on the season, you might need to stock your shelves with more product or less product or a different type of product, right? Or you might have a variable cost of, you know, social media ads, which vary depending on how many views and clicks you get right but you want to be very specific about all the things that you're going to have to basically pay for all the costs you're going to have as a business or as a concept and you want to make sure that your revenue streams cover your costs now this is a very important box these are your key metrics right here it says list key numbers that tell you how your business is doing so here we need numbers okay uh, you've got to measure what matters, right? And there's a book by the same title, highly recommend it. But basically, what are the numbers that are going to tell you that you're being successful? Of course, you have your revenue, right? Uh, that's important to every business. But what are the metrics specific to your business, right? If you have maybe like a media type of idea or, or company, uh, maybe there's a number of pieces of content that you need to have developed and ready to go and posted every week or every month, right? If you have an app, some numbers you want to look at are, you know, how many daily active users do we have? How many people are coming back to, to our app after downloading? How many people delete the app after they're downloading? Those are things you want to stay on top of. If you have an app where maybe you provide a rating system, right, for products or a service, you want to make sure that people are actually rating those products or those, those services. Otherwise, it's not creating value for your target customers. And then finally, we have your unfair advantage. Now, this is something that cannot be easily bought or copied. 
So this is actually pretty hard to fill in when you're just starting out. And usually I, I definitely save this one for last, uh, but I even struggle with this one, right? But some examples of an unfair advantage might be things that, you know, they might be intellectual property that you have, right? IP. They might be key partnerships or access to resources that other people don't have access to, right? So maybe you get a deal on a certain uh, product or maybe you have a distribution channel that's really exclusive to you. Or maybe you just have something that's as simple as like the trust and loyalty of your customer segments. Maybe there are people who want to purchase from you because of maybe it's your brand or your social status, right? Those are things that add to your unfair advantages. And it's totally fine if you don't have any of those right now, but you want to start trying to develop some of those in the future if you want to be successful. All right, y'all. Thanks for watching this breakdown of the Lean Canvas. Stay tuned for more because I'll be breaking down even more tools and sharing even more resources to help you become a successful founder. Thanks.